And so you know that about ourselves, and we know that about the person we're interacting with. Their greatest fear is being rejected by you, and your greatest fear is being rejected. And so we show up both trying to kind of impress each other, and we don't need to do that. What we need to do is show up and say, I accept you. You don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to be a certain person. You don't have to. I see the worth in you. That's Shasta Nelson. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Thursday. I am grateful for you joining me today as we have relationship expert Shasta Nelson returning to the show. And today, Shasta is going to break down what it takes to have a meaningful relationship. And this is another one of those topics that rarely gets the airtime, but is hugely important because a huge component of our overall health and well-being largely depends on the quality of our relationships. And I once read a book several years ago entitled The Blue Zones. And in the book, they found five different areas in the world where people live to over 100 Years old. I believe they're called centenarians and some even super centenarians that lived to over 110. And this may be a bit of a spoiler, but the common thread among all those groups that lived to over 100 was the importance of community, feeling connected to others, and having a deep, meaningful relationship with their closest people. So in today's talk, Shasta will share the three must-have qualities that must be present for us to have long-lasting and successful relationships. Here's Shasta Nelson. Enjoy. So the first quality that must be present for a relationship is what I'm going to call repetition. It's also consistency, regularity. It speaks to the fact that a friendship is repeated behaviors. There's no way around that. You do not get the plane off the ground without seeing each other over and over and over and over again. And in my work with Girlfriend Circles, Girlfriend Circles is like this match.com for female friends. And we have these connecting circles where women meet each other at cafes and small groups of three to six women. And when the women show up there, there might be fireworks with a few friends where you're just like, oh yeah, I could see us becoming friends. But the truth of the matter is most of us say it takes six to eight times connecting with the same person before we actually feel like we're friends on some level there. So up to that time, we're kind of like people we know, we're friendly with them, but it takes several, several, several times, six to eight for most of us. So just do the math with me. If you see somebody monthly, how long will it take for you to start feeling like you're friends with those people? Six to eight months. If you see them weekly, how long will it take before you start feeling close to them? 
six to eight weeks. We're talking two months. Let's just say you are in a place where you're at work and you see them daily. You're gonna start feeling closer way sooner. So this is such an important part of a relationship. You do not have a relationship. You simply have a girl crush on someone without this piece, (laughs) which is fine, but you're gonna be lonely. Repetition is super important. The second thing that's important to mention on here is rewarding. A relationship has to be rewarding to be a friendship. Another word that I really like is positivity. Because we can see somebody over and over and over and over, but if we're fighting every time, that's not a friendship. We can see each other every single day, but if we're yelling at them, if they're crying every single time we see them, if their drama is grabbing us by the collar and choking us, that's not a friendship. A friendship, none of us woke up this morning and said, you know what? I just really feel like I need a few more people that need something from me. (laughs) Where I just feel like I'm never living up to what they want. People who just like whine and just complain, like I would just be really, I need a little bit more of that in my life. What? No, every single one of us, when we have that inkling of wanting to build friendships, it's because we want the joy, the positivity, the rewarding element. We have to remember this, ladies, because sometimes when we are making friends, we are showing up in crisis or in transition where we may not be at the most positive place of our life. But we have to remember that there is nobody out there looking for you to come cry on their shoulder. That is not what anyone woke up looking for this morning. That is a right you earn as you go through the five circles. You aren't crying on the shoulders of somebody you've just met. People who you just meet are looking for the rewarding piece of this. Like I said earlier, smile, ask questions, engage in conversation. It's rather, those are just simple. You just keep repeating those behaviors. As we start building a brand new relationship, which is down at the bottom of this triangle, when we start a new relationship, rewarding could just look like simply smiling and being open and just saying, oh, I love the outfit. Affirmation is meaningful. Validating, like, oh, your eyes light up when you start talking about your kids. I, I can see that's super important. It's being able to reflect back and mirror back and be present with them, ask questions and inquire. That's positivity in the early stages of our relationship. As we move up to what I call frintimacy, <laughs> ooh la la, which is friendship intimacy, but I found that if I just use the word intimacy, everybody goes to sex, which is so not what I'm talking about. So I coined the word frentimacy because what we're craving is intimacy. Not sex, but the close intimacy with friends. And so when we're moving to the top of the triangle, we're moving our relationship up this triangle. So rewarding on the bottom just simply means being nice and showing interest in people. As we move it up to the top, it starts meaning taking pictures together, making memories together, um, calling and remembering their birthdays and events and making sure that we're starting to recognize that when they... When she says that her father's having surgery on X date, that we actually put it in our heads and text her and tell her we're praying for her. So rewards look different as we get closer to people, but the rewarding element has to be there. And research is showing that in marriage and in relationships, the reward has to be five to one over the negative. They say that we can have one huge fight and it takes five small things to balance the scales again. Five nice things. And the cool thing is those nice things don't have to be the same hugeness that the negative thing was. 
It just has to be that there has to be more in quantity of the nice rewards than there is the negative. They say that very few marriages can survive those odds going down below three to one. And so a lot of interesting facts with Shasta, again, I'm getting off subject, but a lot of marriages, what they need when they're fighting and unhappy is not going in and talking about unhappiness more and more and more. It's actually going and having fun together and getting a few more of those positive moments in those relationships. And the same is true for friendship. Friendship has to have the crying on each other's shoulders and the awkward conversations and the talking about boundaries and the talking about job descriptions and what we need from each other. There's gonna be moments of friendship that aren't all like, rah, rah, that was so much fun. Let's do that every night but there has to be enough positive to balance that out. So your job, when you're showing up for friendship, is saying, how can I add value to this person's life? How can I help make sure this person is walking away from me, feeling better about themselves and their lives for having been in my presence? How can I make sure that I am helping this person feel seen and validated and heard and known? That's our job description. How can I help add value to this person's life and bring more joy to them? Because if people are walking away from you feeling worse about themselves or their lives on a regular basis, guess how often they're gonna wanna hang out with you? And women, we often don't mean to have people feeling that way, but we sometimes think our more important job description is to impress each other. And when I'm worrying about trying to impress you, that might intimidate you And what I want to do is not intimidate you and impress you. What I really want to do is tell you I love you and engage with you and relate with you. So far more of us need to worry less about trying to impress each other and more about just accepting each other. We need to show up a lot more willing to just sit there and say, I like you because we like people who like us. We don't have to have walls up and act out of that place of fear. Rabbi Harold Kushner, the author of When Bad Things Happen to Good People, some of you may have heard of that book. He's written a book more recently on fear. And he says the number one fear that is at the root of every other fear you have is the fear of rejection. It's the only reason you're scared of public speaking is the fear of rejection. That's why we're scared of death. We wonder if our lives matter. He went through and said, our greatest human fear, everything we do is through a lens of, am I enough? Am I good enough? Am I safe enough? Will you accept me? And so you know that about ourselves and we know that about the person we're interacting with. Their greatest fear is being rejected by you and your greatest fear is being rejected. And so we show up both trying to kind of impress each other and we don't need to do that. What we need to do is show up and say, I accept you. You don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to be a certain person. You don't have to. I see the worth in you. There is something beautiful there that I can find to accept. Our job is to add positivity to people's lives. There's no friendship without positivity. And the third R, that friendships equals R third, R to the three, R cubed, whatever you want to call it, is repetition, rewarding, and revealing. Revealing, sharing, vulnerability. Vulnerability means being able to show up with less and less of a filter on. 
when we don't know somebody very well, we're not, uh, we're, we're kind of worried about what, how we're coming across, what's appropriate. When we get closer and closer to someone, when we build up the triangle to the people up here, we're at the place where we're just able to say what comes to our head, even if it's kind of ugly, we know that they love us anyway. We're revealing more and more of ourselves. What I want to say about vulnerability is I want to talk about two or three different types of vulnerability. Some of us have a hard time talking about the negative and going on in our lives. We feel like we're supposed to be positive all the time. We feel like we're supposed to be upbeat. We're the encourager. We feel like we're supposed to always be happy, whether it's our role or our personality. We actually don't ever want to talk about the negative stuff. And we don't want anyone to know that we ever feel these things or that we're struggling with our marriage or the money or that we feel inadequate as a parent. So some of us will hide the negative and try to keep everything rosy. Vulnerability means having some people that we actually can be as honest with with the negative in our lives. But the flip side is just as true. Some of us can whine, complain, and judge, and like get with the best of them of everything we don't like about the world. But we have a hard time being, talking about how great we are and how good our lives are and how capable we are and confident and our shining and our sweet spot. Vulnerability is learning how to admit the good stuff in us too. It means showing up. And even if your marriage is going bad, I don't have to fake mine going bad. It's okay to have one part of my life that's feeling okay right now. We don't have to always talk about that to be vulnerable. Sometimes sitting down with my friends and saying, oh, I loved being in Dallas. Like I was in my zone when I was up there. When I'm doing that, I love doing that. Like I feel this energy and I I feel good at it. I feel good in it and at it. I should be able to say that. I should be able to talk to my friends and own what makes me great and where I find my joy. And you should too. Feminism is a team sport, says the t-shirts. We have to learn to, to be our best selves and practice owning our best selves in front of each other. Because if I can't practice doing it with my closest friends, then how am I going to show up in this world and shine? How am I going to do it when there's critics out there and people who don't want me to shine unless I've practiced doing it with people who are safe and love me? I've practiced owning what makes me great with my friends so that I can go out in this world and say, there's some things that I'm called to do. I am called to connect people and I'm going to just keep getting better and better at doing that. But it's because I practice with my friends. So vulnerability means the negative and it also means the positive. We have to get good at being both the high and the low, the depth of it. Big thanks to Shasta Nelson for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube and it is entitled Friendship Seminar with Shasta Nelson, session number two. And if you'd like to connect with her, you can go to her website, shastanelson.com, which is also her Instagram and her YouTube. And her book is entitled Friendtimacy, How to Deepen Friendships for Lifelong Health and happiness. And if you'd like to go back and check out the last time we had her on the show, you can go back to episode number 25 and you can check that one out. And I'll have all the links to everything I just mentioned, along with a link to the entire talk. They will all be in the show description below. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will see you back here Friday. So until then, Stay strong. Later.